You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Screw Podcast with your favorite sluts, Felicia Rose and A Love. Favorite. This sluts. week we have a couple different topics for you. We're going to talk about uh, the wonderful world of sex work, per usual, and also some politics, per usual. And uh, pretty much that's what we're talking about this week. So <laughs> stay tuned. And you will probably hear something that will either give you a boner or a heart attack. One of the two. Fuck yeah. So Aaron, how how are you doing this week? What's going on? I'm I'm good, you know. I'm trying to keep my head above water like anybody else. Um, you know, trying to grow our little queer enterprise here and uh trying to, you know, make sure that I love everybody I need to be loving. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> how about yourself? How are you doing? Um, I'm actually all right. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. Fuck yeah. Uh, My partner told me one of my birthday gifts, which is a new fucking mattress. And I haven't had a new mattress in uh, going on nine years. I am literally sleeping on the actual frame itself at this point because the springs are all mushed to the ground. And um, like anybody that's seen my content... You will know that because you can hear the squeaks of all the, the springs. So, you know, you don't even, it's not even just like, oh, you get to listen to the like, the sirens going by. It's also the squeaks of the actual fucking mattress, like, disintegrating underneath my oh, fucking no, ass. No. So, you know, like, people forget that, like, part of, like, you know, being sexually active and in apartment buildings is, like, really, like, the bed is so important. Like, I literally got my last bed based on searching for quietest bed when you fuck frequently. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave me, well, see, it gave like, me great results. <laughs> that's, that's, that's great that that's a thing. I, I don't even have sex in my apartment, so it's not even that. It's just for, it's just, work. well, it's my back is fucked up. But, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's, it's to the point where even my now my my work is being affected by it so mm. i'm just like jesus you gotta get that shit ergonomic and shit you know <laughs> yeah How? so i like went down a size in bed because i'm living on a queen in a brooklyn apartment like what am i doing uh, okay okay so i went down a size and i even got myself like a box spring so what is fun. that is that a full yeah, full size. Okay, okay. Because I, I, it's just me and my bed. Like at home, I'm just sleeping or you know boning myself on camera. So like, <laughs> I really only need it for that. You know. Absolutely. So like, how do you how do you like motivate yourself to constantly bone yourself on camera? Well, I'll say this. Like first, I watch porn. Mm-hmm. So like, if I have a okay, so what I do is like, if so I you have try a day- to get into the mood actively. Yeah, like if I have a day of filming, the first thing I do is I I ask around see if anybody wants customs if I have like the time to do customs and then like I'll ask a couple trusted customers wait, wait, like wait, wait, hey, wait. what are customs? You got to explain customs. Oh, cust- like custom content. So okay. there's like the videos that I put on the internet that anybody can buy and then there's videos I make for just one person and it's way more expensive and you know, it's pretty much whatever you want as long as I'm comfortable with it. 
And what uh, are you not comfortable with? Uh, mostly like shit, vomit, farts, <laughs> yeah. that kind of stuff. Messy stuff <laughs> and smelly yeah, stuff. Like, I'll, I'll do like pee. Uh, I'll do period stuff. There's certain stuff I can't sell through certain platforms and i shouldn't be admitting i even do this but like there are a couple of customers that have like you know they they want their piss video or like you know uh need to have my period while i'm fingering my you know whatever it is so i'll do that stuff but like full-blown vomit um poop and farting i won't do i'll do queefing i don't care about that because that's just funny how does how does one queef on command it's not really well for me it's not on command it's more like i have to put an air pocket in my pussy so like what i'll do is i will be using like a toy and i pull it out all of the way and like wait a second and then i push it in but like i have to be like usually bent over with my ass in the air to kind of get it like that's the easiest way for the air to get (laughs) right so yeah no i don't mean to laugh i'm fascinated by the mechanics of like i can't i mean i guess like one can create air in any orifice like if they you know put their right you just pull something out and put it back in and create an air pocket and usually it works so beautiful so have you have you gotten requests like often for the other stuff yeah like there's i have a um People usually can't do it through, like, OnlyFans. You know, you can't do it through OnlyFans or many of it's because that's, like, all banned words and stuff. But people will, like, hit me up uh, directly through DM or text and they'll ask. And uh, for the most part, people are pretty, like, because they're... A lot of people are kind of embarrassed about their fetishes when it comes to that stuff. Not that I think that they should be, like, you know, no judgment or shame. But, like, a lot of people will you know be like nervous to ask i'm like you can ask me literally anything i might not do it but you can ask me i'm not gonna judge you <laughs> right, right, right 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 like i'm not your therapist we're not working through something here like if i were <laughs> i'd sit you down and be like okay so you spent a lot of time alone as a kid huh you know like right. i'm not your therapist right i'm your i'm your local sex worker so like i will let you know if i will or won't do like that specific thing Right. And then from there, if I know somebody that'll do it, I'll actually, like, you know, suggest it. But for, I, I actually, I don't have anybody on my list that I know would do those things right, per, right, in particular. Right. Oh, got you, got so, you. Oh, that's so kind of that cool. Was, that's, like, like some solidarity with, like, other workers, like, referral. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the referral process is great. And, like, I, I've sent, like, I have a really great friend, Al, that I've sent a ton of customers their way and vice versa and, you know. I say a ton. I don't really know if it's a ton, but a lot of people that at least have said like, "Oh, I've checked out their stuff." So like, uh, you know, it's it's a definitely a solidarity thing. And you know, if I know somebody will be willing to do something, I'm not really willing to. Because like, for example, uh, people ask me a lot of the time to be fully naked, and I actually just made a couple new videos where I'm like fully nude. But like, you know, you can't really see all of it. But they'll be like. Can you be full frontal, fully naked? And I'm like, can I have like fishnet on or something? Like, give me a shred uh, of clothing. Right, stop and that. That like, pushes like, your comfortability. Yeah, just because like nudity for me is tough, but I also understand that I'm a sex worker, so like I need to be able to get nude. So, <laughs> I you know I'll be like, is it cool if I wear like this little short slid to the side or like this little skirt teeny little like you know i'm talking a shred of clothing but it's just like a comfort thing for me right, um right, but right. like if, if they're like no i'll suggest them to somebody else you know so you know nice 
So. Yeah, it's it, the, it's a it's a give and take because like I'm embarrassed when I won't do certain things and they're embarrassed to ask about certain things. So it's like, no, 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 let's all just not be embarrassed and let's just be honest. Right. About it, you know? Yeah. I'm still I guess, you know, I'm always still surprised. Like, you know, I I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like, you know, the thinly like veiled evolution of people being able to like talk about kinks either with sex workers or on the apps and all that shit, you know, like how does one right. express? that you know the scene that they're actually looking for is like to get pissed on or to like get spanked or whatever and you know like in my head like I remember talking with this guy from Germany he's like oh we don't even consider that shit like a fetish anymore that's like nobody nobody that's a Tuesday (laughs) right that's yeah nobody's shy about that anymore and like you know I, I I I certainly get it I mean we we don't even live in a culture now where um, you know, even just like vanilla missionary style sex is often talked about or embraced. You know, we we still like still carry the shame of our puritanical roots here. Sometimes, unfortunately. I feel like it's almost kind of going in the opposite direction these days, which I love to see. It's like people are sort of shaming. Like, well, there's I should say there's like I would say like the younger generations, like you know, like maybe thirty younger or whatever like millennials i guess like are just sort of it's almost like if you're not into kinky stuff like you're the weirdo now and it's (laughs) (laughs) you know and it's like this interesting kind of flip on its head where it's like oh you don't have an OnlyFans. oh you don't show your the internet your butthole (laughs) not that anybody's actually judging but it it is almost like this re like this re-embracing of like fuck you (laughs) You yeah in the kind of opposite sense which i love it i think it's funny it's just well it's tough because it's already like such a subjective like thing one person's kink is another person's tuesday right like you were just saying right (laughs) exactly vanilla vanilla to you is Mm. fucking x-rated to someone else is you know something that they wouldn't do to somebody else so i i totally understand and there's no shame in any whatever you wherever you fall on that that's that's not anybody's business to shame you or anything like Mm -hmm. that but i do think like after all of this time of sexuality just being this like big fucking unspoken you know we couldn't even talk about the body parts were shaving on fucking commercials it's like we couldn't even there's so much shit that it just had to be nuanced it's just like no we're shaving our fucking pussies and our assholes and this is the fucking razor that you should be buying for it jesus christ what is the problem you know so it's like it's nice to see kind of this role reversal in this like kind of just outrageously opposite way and i love it it's like all of my tiktok is just people talking about how they're quote-unquote accountants and accountants is sex workers and it's just beautiful (laughs) i love it I love it. So hell yeah to that. Solidarity to that. And yeah. you know, no no shame if that's not your thing either. Mm-hmm. But just don't be the person that shames what is not their thing, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. You know, like um I was actually thinking like, you know, um uh we we have all these um different kind of like ways that people interact and talk about sex but like nobody's like you know for as advanced as everybody is in their thinking they haven't gotten quite there yet in their communication you know and like this came up because we were talking about um you know 
uh, I went cross, like almost cross country recently, and uh, with my partner, and decided to spend the night at bathhouses. Um, they were like a little bit cheaper than hotels. <laughs> nice. And you know, they have kind of like you know a little plus plus in terms of like maybe you know you get a little action before you fall asleep, you know. But they aren't the fate of heart fit for the faint of heart. And like one of those biggest reasons I think has come up is because of ideas around consent. You know, I mean, we talk about consent a lot and and, and and queer men often, just as much as straight men, suffer from this idea of being able to negotiate and maybe negotiate isn't the right word. It really is communicate like their desires, what they would like to do and, and be able to talk to somebody else. So like maybe where in the middle they could settle on that would satisfy both people. It's yeah, very, let's, very let's talk about that. I feel like as soon as men are introduced to spaces where that would be an important especially I've never been outside of the US but you know I'm talking especially the US because that's what I know there there seems to be a fucking issue with consent when you know that's why bathhouses for you know say heterosexual bathhouses don't exist mm. that is not a fucking thing mm. they would have to literally have bouncers in every corner right and right. and it's because you know I, 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 but my other question is, why is then that okay if if we've outlawed it for men to act like that toward women, for example, then why is it okay for men to act like that toward men? Why is this still a norm? Why do I still have have, you know, friends complaining to me about their bathhouse experience where right. they had to say no more than once mm-hmm. to the same motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Why is that a thing? Or slap away a hand or whatever. Yeah, you know, like, I think, you know, somewhere in here is a whole origin story of the term new queer order. I remember us, like, you know, sitting around and talking about, you know, these kind of subjects. And I remember talking to some friends and it it really has always been like, well, you know, it's a rite of passage, you know, or that's what cruising is all about. Um, it's only about no. those things if we let them be about those things, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm all... sorry. Getting sexually assaulted or abused or mm. mishandled or mistreated is not a motherfucking rite of passage. I that's have to bullshit. Agree. That's some old guard, quote unquote, uh, horse crap. Fuck yeah. No one, no one should need to be initiated into their sexuality. Mm. I don't know any fucking heterosexuals that say. You have to be fucking raped in order to be fucking heterosexual. The same way you shouldn't have to be fucking sexually assaulted to be a fucking queer man, mm-hmm. you know, owning his queerness and ma- and grow. What is it? Growing up? What is this? The abad mitzvah? Get the fuck out of here! Like, <laughs> what it's, is it's, abad it, it blows my mind because it's truly sort of that idea. Like you become yeah. a man after your first encounter with a fucking forty-two-year-old creep who doesn't right. take no for an answer. So, so like no, right? Like, so here's the thing, like, uh, nocturnal emissions are a rite of passage, getting, like, fingered against your will just because you're being friendly to a couple of uh, queer gentlemen at a bar is not a rite of passage. Like, exactly. You know, and I, I tell, told that story many times in the last 20-something years, but, like, literally, you know, at a, at a bar, trying to make friends, trying to be social in a nice outdoor patio with flowers and, like, pride just booming from the fucking seams only to be talking halfway through thinking people are interested and wanting to know about me to one of the gentlemen just sliding their hand down the back of my pants and trying to push it into my asshole um what 
I wait, what? And and, and 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 not to say that that doesn't happen to women. Of course, of course, things like that happen. But also, I feel like you're like I've heard far more that you're supposed to just have been okay with that. Right, right, right. That in my experience, in my personal no. experience of of talking with you know queer men of all ages, there is this weird like. Uh, just con- confusion around the fact that you don't have to be mistreated in any capacity to b- b- make it in the queer world, you know? Like, right. it's like it's like everybody got brainwashed. Or well, something. and and it sends us down a slippery path, you know. We've been we we you know we you want to talk about the the mental well being and the you know fictional post homophobic reality we like live in then then let's talk about what it means to be like grow up a healthy young queer individual and like one of those things has to be that you get to negotiate and and determine what kind of sexual interactions you have verbally you know, exactly. and if you are one that is fine with the nonverbal rules, okay, fine. But just do an inventory somewhere in there and make sure you're actually okay. Because I've had just a hot at nights at at mixed sex parties. Like we went to the house of yes once, and 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 people ask permission and they explain what they're interested in. And you know, this idea that sometimes uh, queer men suffer from that it's going to take out the hotness and the sense of adventure um you know maybe for you and you i'm sure you can find other partners that will satisfy that but don't assume that that's what everybody's in it for because it actually kills the idea of 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 sexual freedom and liberation for everybody if they feel that there's already a template there's nothing liberating in a template or an expectation Absolutely. The only expectation that there should be is that there's going to be consent on the motherfucking table. Right. That's it. So, like, you know, we were talking... I don't know about you, but I think it's really sexy when somebody whispers in my ear. So if somebody whispers in my ear, can I put my hand down your pants? It's going to have a different (laughs) effect on me than if somebody just were to fucking do it. Hell yeah. And fucking knife them, you know? It's like, what the fuck? You know, and like, you know, I've been trying to think about these different spaces, you know, and like, you know, I've been to parties all over, SNM parties, mixed, mixed gender, mixed everything, you know, mixed sexualities. And, you know, when you have those kind of environments, yes, part of the conversation has to be what your interests are. And those don't have to focus solely around gender or sexuality, you know, but like, because if you are able to express what your desire is, being penetrated by you know a cis man or whatever you know put that out there so people understand and they aren't trampling all over your boundaries you know uh, we were talking about what was it key parties or swinger parties you know one of the main differences (laughs) of things like that is that everybody kind of knows what to expect and the consent goes in when you dip your fucking key in the bowl right like that is but that is not a consent to do whatever ever it is that other person requires this is still a two to tango fucking game sex absolutely if you want to live out your 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 most kinky of fantasies that involve those sort of things like non-consent you need to do that with yourself you know you can't bring other people into a fantasy when they are not aware of what that fantasy is that is absolutely, literally absolutely. the definition of non-consent so, like yeah. even even with partners like my yeah. even if my partner wants to do something we weren't currently doing in that moment 
mm-hmm. he absolutely will ask me would you like to do that you know like what or you know obviously not so not so like uh professional <laughs> uh, excuse me ma'am would you like to do that? <laughs> right. you know but like we make it sexy asking the person because the thing and then because the other part is that there you know there's an assumption both ways in in certain people that like like I feel like there's an assumption that all men are always fucking horny, for example. And so, right. like, it doesn't just belong... that Those consent conversations belong to everybody. everybody. And just uh. because, you know, you're in a heterosexual situation, for example, and say you are a woman and you, are, you have a male partner, just because, you know, nine times out of ten he's horny doesn't mean that... He's not allowed to say fucking no once in a while when he not here. He's allowed to say no whenever he wants. Sorry. He's allowed, it doesn't mean he's not allowed to say no. And it doesn't mean he's not going to say no. Right. right. So therefore, there there needs to still be a question instead of this expectation. Like, oh, I expect you to be horny because, well, you're a dude. Right. Absolutely. It's like, no, that's not how that fucking works. And that's how a lot of times, you know, I find out later on that I have male friends that feel like they were taken advantage of because there was this just like general like duh right you you just want fuck because you're a guy and i want it so you have to give it to me it's like i don't know what sitcom you're basing your reality (laughs) on but that's not how things work well you know like and 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 it's seldom like talked about thing and like you know i'm sure it's controversial for somebody but i've been in many situations with female friends who you know and look you know i i I get what it's like out there but um you know because you have a good queer male pal it does also not mean that you get to be sexual and sexually accost them whenever you want because it's safe and 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 it's easy and you're not worried about repercussions yeah that's true that's just fucking disgusting it does happen and and i've had i've had female friends like put their hands down the front of my pants on the dance floor before and think it's all in play because of you know yes very sexually charged atmospheres but like that doesn't fly anywhere you know and for the queer men who think it's okay to just reach out and grab their fucking gal pals fucking titties that's also not okay (laughs) you know hell yeah that's true these things and i've seen all of these behaviors at bars in the last 20 something years this is not like coming out of nowhere this is coming out of like a close observation of our community and the things we do to each other and if we're not well and you know what's funny is i think a lot of people assume you and i have that kind of a relationship and when i'm like no like no we don't no aaron does not just reach out and grab my fucking tits absolutely yeah. not now if it's if he ever wants to touch them he will ask ahead of time that is not a just yeah. is, like nothing's a free-for-all in life i don't care how close you are with somebody i don't like no they, they could be your partner they could be your fucking yeah. you know wife it doesn't matter everybody still needs to be asked because it's not fun when right. your agency is taken away from you yeah and liquid Sorry. liquid liquid courage does not mean like like defying rules of consent you know right. I, I've, exactly. I've heard a million people excuse behaviors i was high i was drunk i was feeling good great Unless I'm at a fucking MDMA party with you naked and we agree touchy-feely time is a free-for-all, you do not get to fucking touch me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I just, there's, I, it's funny because I have a couple, I've had a couple situations where it's not necessarily like my gay guy friends that do that to me. Like once in a while the boob thing happens, it does happen, but it was, it's more like my bisexual 
women friends that just decide, oh, well, we're drunk and well, you're flirty, Felicia, and you're kind of slutty or whatever they (laughs) assume in their head about me. And then they try to kiss me or they they do or like they, you know, touch me inappropriately. And it's just like there was no conversation. There was no green light. There was. I get that the, sometimes like you you misread cues and you go to kiss somebody and it's not oops oops my bad but I'm talking like aggressive like aggressive like I had to like really back the fuck away to get away kind of thing and it's just like why is that an assumption that like your outwardly sexual bisexual female friend is going to fuck you no matter who you are Absolutely. like that's a thing and it's just it's a bad bad assumption and I just consent has to be around the table for everybody it's not just you know men asking for women's consent it's everybody has to ask everybody for fucking consent before they do anything period and that includes your fucking sex workers so let me tell you as as you know people can take take a lot of liberties with sex workers they are heavily sexually accosted and and heavily like uh, in sexual violent situations and expected to do whatever the client like expects of them. That is not fucking okay. Do not fucking treat somebody who has agreed to do sex work with you like that ever. Like Absolutely. it's nasty. People are trying to fucking earn some bread to fucking survive in this shitty ass fucking world. They do not need your fucking violence and bullshit on top of it. Nope. Absolutely. You set up. So, you know, like, look, it sex is fun when everybody wants it to be fun and everybody's on the same fucking page. If you want to have fun sex, involve your fucking partner in it. You know, it's 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 the very base thing of like enjoying and having sex for pleasure. You know, it's 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 everything that we need to encompass to treat fellow human beings well. And one of the most intimate things you can do with another human being (laughs) Let's be real, you yep. know? So, like, it's not meant to be a killjoy. It's meant as a fucking tip for you to have fucking better sex. <laughs> so take it as that. <laughs> no, what a ki- what's a killjoy is taking away the trust and the, the consent of your partner or somebody that you're going to have sex with or you're planning to have sex with in the future and making them feel fucking horrible have fucking trauma that they now need to get through for the next time they do have sex with you that's no fucking killjoy so why don't you not create scars in other humans that is then going to stop them from being able to enjoy themselves fully down the road that's the fucking problem right there you know so like it's if you think not it's like people that are like it's not sexy to go get a condom and put it on well, okay, but in, having a fucking obligation to somebody for 18 years or having an STI you can never get rid of, that's better? That's the right. better, you know? Right, it's right, like, right. that's sexier? Mm-hmm. Uh, shut up. Get the condom. Be quiet, you know? Yeah. Like I mean, the fact it's, is... It's the same mentality. It's like, we, stop being stupid. We talk about, like, pleasure activism a lot on this show in the sense that, like... You know, when you think about a lot of the things that should be happening in sex, they, you know, are things that should be happening in in our society as whole. You know, you you have, like, I would almost say, treat every person like they're an intimate partner, you know? Like, you have to be able to communicate with people the way you want to be treated and the way that, you know, you you are planning on treating them. Like, you know, people need to understand, like, where in the world. Like, everybody 
everybody's got their shit. It's not a conversation about that. It's a conversation of how we like consent to interact with one another in this world, you know? Yeah. And you know what? If if non-consent stuff is your thing, there's absolutely somebody out there that will consent to being a part of that with you. Role-playing yeah. it. Role-playing it. Absolutely. Not actually taking away somebody's fucking ability to consent. Role-play the fucking whole scenario and have a fucking word and a fucking action that taps anybody out if, they're, if it's getting right. too intense. There is no reason why you need to fucking... You know, you oh, you have this fucking fetish. Okay, so go act it out and role play it. You right. do not have to do real life fucking trauma shit. Come on. If you're into real life trauma shit, <laughs> I I please like email us and I will give you some recommendations. This is something you need to talk about. Clearly, somebody took away your power at some point in your life, and you have not done some work. Um, that right. is not something that is ever going to be endorsed in any of our fucking programming. So you are listening to the wrong fucking station. Um. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know so many people out there that, for whatever reason, whether they were they worked through stuff or not, they had, you know, fetishes that go beyond th- th- those boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, if they were to do it without actually double checking, right? Uh-huh. And there is no reason why any of them couldn't get that get somebody to role play with them. And they all did. They all were able to act out their fantasies. And because the person was a good enough actress or actor, probably because they were a sex worker or not, they were able to figure all that stuff exactly. out. You know, and these are just stories from friends that have told me, like, yeah, this is my thing, but I was able to figure it out and and do this in a safe and healthy way. It's like, uh, yeah. Anyways, no, absolutely. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so you know, speaking of assholes. Um, so, like, did you know, this is like, uh, you know, I'm all about factoids about this fucking white boy killing fucking people, um, that, uh, <laughs> Rittinghouse, or whatever the fuck his name is, was allowed to select his 12 journal, jurors, 12 jurors from a raffle box? Yeah. What? Like, what the fuck? Wait, wait, why didn't they use jury selection uh, yeah, procedure? Like, your fucking guess is as good as mine, but it's by edict of the fucking apparently asshole judge that is like... Yeah, the judge has a huge bonus yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I liked what our host of Tranos and the Lived Experience said earlier about, <laughs> like, white folks, like, this is yours to be outraged about when he gets off. So, like, don't disappoint. That's very don't true. fucking disappoint. That's very true. You should be fucking pissed off and you need to fucking do about something about it. And you need to be there for our black brothers and sisters when shit is being done to them. So, like, this, this is no longer like a game the power structure is definitely out to have us murdered if we're dissenters and to support the people who are taking out vigilante action and that shit is scary and dangerous so be careful out there keep up the fucking good work on the fucking front lines but be fucking careful be really fucking careful uh-huh. Um, you know, so I mean, like, you know, they're like the, you know, one has to mention there was a bunch of elections because that's how I'm inclined. So, you know, uh, some were good, some were bad. Virginia sounds like it sucked a little, you know, uh, uh, the world is is like definitely not to sound like a talking head torn up 
but uh, we have an unapologetic progressive uh, who is only 36 years old, Michelle Wu, that became mayor of Boston. Um, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. I thought Boston was still super racist. I mean, I'm very... The, the climate's changed I'm very there, curious. But... Um, you know, like, when I ever hear somebody refer to themselves as unapologetic progressive, like, I, I want to, you know, make sure that uh, we agree on what that term <laughs> means. But uh, Michelle Wu is looking pretty fucking decent, and it's at least nice to have some decent people uh, in public office. And apparently the median age of Boston is 32 years old. But- That's it. That's what it is. I did not know that. And all I thought about was all old boston yeah, yeah no that's all i could think of is like the racist and south boston and shit yeah no i mean that's that that's all young professionals and fucking boston's changed a fucking ton uh-huh. i guess i haven't been there in years and years but <laughs> like when i when i fucking worked there what seven uh-huh. years ago it was a whole lot of fucking still the old oh, yeah. fucking bostonians just super fucking oh, yeah. racist super fucking republican I mean, when you know? i lived there uh, in 1998 <laughs> um, <laughs> i have to say it was like uh, gentrification was like full-on full force and like you know the times i've visited since it's still very you know, much a white ass looking, clean, like richy rich looking fucking place, you know? And like, I wonder, Boston, where did you send all those fucking poor people and people of color? <laughs> like, that's, wh- yeah, I mean, Dor- Dorchester and Rockford. Yeah, but Dorchester really, but, like, is now gentrified. What the fuck? That's true. You know what? I don't even, I can't even speak to this yeah, anymore because I truly I don't even it's know anymore. Bizarre. Like, I don't even know. So, a fun factoid for those that like get all like, chagrining and shit when I fucking, whatever, I don't know what I'm trying to say, that look all pissed off when I start (laughs) talking about the bougie LGBT alphabet soup faction. Pete Buttigieg is now the most powerful transportation secretary in history. He has been given a $210 billion grant-based budget. Um... That is some fucking power, and I'm sure those of us like wanting to point that, like, see, we're post homophobia. Um, this has nothing to do with queerness, this has to do with money and power. And if you start looking at some of the line items for some of these grants, you'll realize it's not like a huge win for queers, and certainly not for those busting our ass to make these bitches money. Um, so (laughs) yeah. That's disappointing, but also not surprising exactly. in any capacity. So, um, you know, there you yeah. have it. That's all my my commentary on politics really this week. Other than like brothers and sisters, people are struggling for fucking jobs right now. Like, be careful what kind of garbage you read in the media from a media that wants you to go and make Wall Street money and don't care if you get COVID because of it. Um, the Great Resignation is mostly about safety. It's about finally not being treated like shit by your employers and demanding a fucking better future. So, you know, don't don't fall prey to the idea that it's a generate like 
like remember that bullshit always about millennials and gen generation xers just wanting to like destroy your lazy they don't want you to you know you don't want to fucking work <laughs> like those narratives are going to be coming on full oh, fucking yeah. force right now as as capitalism struggles to get people to do its bidding so you know, be careful, love one another. If you have job opportunities for people, please, you know, let them know. Send that information our way. We'll connect people who need work and food and labor, um, you know. So, um, you know, don't forget, you know, part of what we're at with the screw is the new queer order and, and, and helping create helping create queer labor um, and queer employment opportunities for folks. So, um, yeah, that's my spiel this week. Uh, I All I have to say for, before we go is stay tuned. I will be having a Fuck live yeah. radio show eventually. I don't know the name yet. You should have people <laughs> send in suggestions. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well i'm looking forward to it i know what a goofy hoe you are so i'm like can't wait to uh hear you do something a little like off 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 color off character all of the above yeah it should be fun i just i've always wanted to be on the radio anyways oh, yeah. so it'll be Coming a fun opportunity too from actual radio um thank you to be our producer oh, yeah. who is ugh, fucking amazing um amazing and uh thank you to all the talent um that has brought your work and your 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 passions and qo uh we look forward to continuing to create with y'all yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that too. No, I know. Thank you, listeners. Right much love. Much love. Much love. Um, I got a. I. Hey, tell tell your friends to listen to yeah. our podcast and stay tuned. Absolutely. We're gonna have merch soon as well. So. Uh, the screw coming at you every Thursday, 10 p.m. Check us out. Woohoo! All Woo-hoo. right, peace out. Thank you for listening. Bye. Uh-huh, uh-huh.